Hello and welcome to Spicy Times. My name is Oliver Spicer. And I'm Louis. Louis, can you describe yourself in a type of food dish? Um, I went with a char shui bun. A what? Char shui bun. Can you describe... It's like, it's like basically, right? It's like this bun, right? Mm-hmm. But then in the middle is like pork. Oh. Yeah. I like that. It's like, it's like kind of like a fluffy bun. A fluffy bun. Yeah. With pork. With pork inside, yeah. Where does it come from? Honestly, don't know. Some somewhere in Asia, probably. I think it might be like Korean. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Why do you associate yourself with it? I don't know. I like because it's like I don't know. I like how soft it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the fact that it's kind of fluffy, but then like you know inside there's pork, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> so you aspire to be a fluffy and be filled with pork. I aspire to like look like you know nice, like appealing, mm-hmm. but then also taste nice, you know. <laughs> If I if I were a food, what would the pork represent in your personality? Um, the pork. Maybe that could be my organs. That sounds kind of gross, but you know, it's not even personality. It's just a physical me. <laughs> your personality is that you have organs. Yeah, that's my favorite personality trait. Honestly, not only do you have organs, you aspire to have more organs. Yeah. I think that's what people um, match each other on on Tinder, whether they have organs or not. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a big personality thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't you want to go out with? Like, so, what organ really doesn't make it for you? Uh, honestly, if someone had, like, two hearts, I'd be like, whoa, that's too many organs. You need to calm down. Too much love. Yeah, exactly. And as we know, too much love can kill you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Spicy Times, the podcast full of strange yet whimsical games. <laughs> Do you like that addition? I do. I like the extra word. Does it describe fully spicy times? It does. It really embodies spicy times. Great. Our first game is Witch Switch, where we switch two objects to discuss their impacts on our society and ultimately find out which switch leads to the most catastrophic, horrific, or dramatic change. All right. Are you ready for the first switch? I'm definitely ready for the first switch. So what would happen if we switched water and lava? Uh, um, you flip the switch. You drink a lava and you die. Instantly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you go to swimming pools filled with lava. lava. Yeah. And the volcano just is a lake, pretty much. <laughs> um, would you like, would water act like the same way? Like, would you have to go to a volcano in order to survive? Or would it, like, or would you, like, would that be lava, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Like, would you drink lava on a regular basis? Yeah, let's go with drinking lava. I right. like that. I don't know. I think that would be, if you go, like, on, like, a run, you bring water with you so you can cool down. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be, like, drinking lava and it's going to do the opposite. And it probably doesn't do well to your inside organs. No, it probably doesn't. Which, as we all know, makes up our personality. Yeah, if you drink too much lava, you just lose all your organs. And personality, yeah. And, yeah, and then you have a personality. Maybe because lava contains, like, it's molten metal. Yeah. So you can get all your metal ions really easily. Oh, yeah. So you don't need to eat meat. So then everyone can become vegetarian. Everyone can be friends with the cows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's good nature-wise, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we all, we're all saving the environment and the cows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do people do also with water? What about showers? Uh, yeah, I mean, bathing in boiling lava probably isn't fun. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like water slides would be ruined because it's like it's more viscous, so you're just gonna be like stuck there for a while. It's not gonna be as exciting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What about painting and stand-up comedy? Uh so you're watching paint dry. If you're actually just watching comedy and you're like, wow, this is terrible. Like, who would want to do this? Yeah. But then, if you watch someone painting, you're like, wow, this is very entertaining. Mm-hmm. So then more people would be like, this is like watching comedy. I feel like comedians would probably get depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about, like, great artists like Raphael? What if they were just stand-up comedians? They're all, like... I feel like give the wrong impression. Like, they'd, they'd spend, like, years, like, painting, like, an amazing picture. Mm-hmm. And then... And then, like, um, everyone would just laugh at it and be like, ha, this is so funny. And be like, no, I worked very hard on this. Stop laughing. And then would galleries just become comedy clubs? Yeah, pretty much. I think, like, that would be, like, the funniest place to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what about, like, because art trading is very common. Yeah. Do you think you joke just, trading? You just, you just exchange some jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For multiple millions of dollars. Yeah, the Mona Lisa is now just like a script from like your favorite comedy show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what about like periods of art? Like, uh, so like how jokes develop now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like back in the day they'd have like very like posh jokes. Yeah. Yeah. But then now it's like the art is so modern now the jokes are somewhat and it's like abstract so you just like say a random word and then it's like funny for some reason yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice okay our final switch juggling and surgery um do i perform surgery while juggling no if you want to fix someone's leg you just juggle you juggle do it do i take the leg off juggle it and then it it, it <laughs> is now healed so i reattach it yeah maybe yeah, let's go yeah. for that all right um, I mean, it'll make operations more, like... Bearable. Bearable, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, you know, you get, like, clowns to go in and, like, make the kids happy in, in yep. like, hospitals. But then you actually get the doctor now juggling your leg. And you're like, ha, this is kind of weird, but, you know, I'm kind of entertained. I don't know. <laughs> what if, like, you've got a really clumsy surgeon and he he's juggling some hearts and he accidentally <laughs> drops the healthy one that was meant to be implanted in you. And then puts back the, the one that they were supposed yeah. to get out. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're going to get, you've got to get some very skilled jugglers. Mm-hmm. I think the circus would get paid a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. So it would become medical school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like four hour examinations on just juggling. Yeah. Instead of having to train like many years to become like a doctor, you just like train like, mm-hmm. A whole century of juggling, and you become like a, a professional clown. Yeah, yeah. They never slip up. No, they don't. Do you? Do you have to like wear a red nose? Like, do the doctors <laughs> wear red noses now? Yeah, instead yeah. of like, uh, yeah, yeah. Scrubs, it's red noses. I feel like a lot of them would be like obligated as clowns mm-hmm. to like wear like those big, really big stilts. Oh yeah. So I think it'd be kind of hard. You'd have to like really throw it in. Like yeah. you have to like really aim that heart into the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe really distracting, squishy boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There'll be, like, someone, like, on the verge of death, and you'll be, like, making, like, squeaky noises with your boots and, like, making fun of them. Yeah. Yeah. Whilst having bad news about their cancer spreading. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir, but you, squeak, squeak, have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the opposite side of that. If 
when you want to go to a circus, you just see people performing surgery. I feel like that's the new watching paint dry. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, I mean, what what's the point in that now? I don't think anyone's going to be very interested in that anymore because <laughs> it has no purpose. Yeah. Because that's not how you perform surgery. Everyone knows you just have to throw the leg up in the air <laughs> and then it's healed. Like Fake news. It's fake news. They've devoted their life to something that's worthless. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're ruthless. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like how you're now making fun of surgeons and glorifying clowns. <laughs> clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all the clowns out there. <laughs> making me live everyone's life more bearable. Okay, now which one do you think was the worst change? Um, I feel like the paint one. Mm-hmm. Like the paint comedy one. Because I think... You're going to get some, like, with all the modern art, you're going to get some really weird jokes now. Yeah. And they're just going to, like, say, like, egg. And everyone's going to be like, haha, that's so funny. And, like, it's so modern and abstract and, like, minimalist. And no one even gets it, but they laugh anyway. Yeah. So I feel like jokes are now ruined. And then everyone's going to be laughing at the art. So the artists are going to be, like, really sad. Because their work is now a joke. Yeah, nobody yeah. wins. Nobody wins. Awful. Okay, our next game is Terrible Top Tips, where we'll go back and forth seeing who can think of the worst top tip for a dangerous event. All right. And today's dangerous event is self-defense. All right, do you know self-defense? If someone came at you with uh, a leg that they've been juggling, would you be prepared to fight them? No, but I could possibly juggle it All right, to okay. impress them, I guess. <laughs> and they'd be like, well, you know, you can juggle this leg, I'll let you off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So step one is to juggle. Uh, step two is to have a leg nearby. <laughs> you can detach your own if possible. Yeah. Or maybe a friend. Yeah. A trusted adult's leg. Yep. <laughs> Only trusted adults. Yeah. Make sure you have the adult's consent as well. Yeah, that is very important in self-defense. Yeah. So a robber is coming at you because you're in a bank robbery. Yeah. And for some reason he doesn't like you. Yeah. Because you've been juggling. You've been juggling the money. It's like, just give over. <laughs> I, just, I just need to go, all right? What is something else that you could do badly? I mean, what does a robber have? He has, like, a gun, right? Yeah. You could start, like... I feel like there's a way of, like... You need to, like, disarm him, right? You need to get the gun. Yeah. I feel like maybe there's a way of doing that. Maybe you, like... There's, like, hostage negotiation, but worse. You know? <laughs> like, you just tell him enough jokes that he trusts you. And, you like, you form a relationship over many years. And he finally <laughs> trusts you, you know? You've built this amazing relationship. You're like best friends. You're, you've been the best man at each other's weddings. Yeah. You know? um, and then you're like, ha, I got your gun. And then you uh, you kill him and, and uh, put the money back in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you form an intimate bond. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it takes a long time, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of the opposite of that. Maybe you should always wear a shirt that has a target on it for your heart. <laughs> and then he's like, "Wait, this is a trap. It's too obvious. <laughs> his heart's probably not even, not even uh, in his chest. He doesn't even have a heart. It's probably in a. It's probably in his shoe. He's got two hearts. He's got too two much hearts, love. One in each shoe. <laughs> if you had shoes in your hearts, nope. <laughs> if you had hearts in your shoes, <laughs> let's first go shoes in your heart. <laughs> um, I think it would probably have some Nike ninety sevens. Oh, nice. You know, yeah, some Air Maxes maybe, I don't know. So maybe people would trade the shoes in their hearts. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. how, you, that's how you judge if a heart is working properly and how good the shoes are. Okay, yeah. and then shoes in your heart. No, a heart's in your shoe? Um, I have hearts on my shoes. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking more inside of your foot. Um, 
that's going to be uncomfortable and you're going to ruin your shoes every time you step in them because there's going to be blood everywhere. And then ruin your heart, yeah. eventually. And the heart on my shoes is going to become a real heart. <laughs> and then it will leave. And then my Comme des Garçons will just be plain vans. What have you done, Oliver? <laughs> I'm sorry, I've ruined your shoes. <laughs> they were 100 and now they're worth like 10 pounds. <laughs> they were only 100 because you had to have two hearts in them. Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> Do you think maybe people would walk and run less because they'd be scared to? Um, I feel like maybe it is the heart like connected to you because you know when you run like your heartbeat increases. Oh yeah, and there's gonna be like more and more blood like coming out mm-hmm. your shoe as you run more. <laughs> maybe also because it uh, like increases in size, it acts as a spring. Yeah. So you run even effectively, even more effectively. Yeah. You run even better. You run with more efficiency. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There you go. <laughs> you do the run better. Yes. Okay. So step one for self defense is put your heart in your shoes. Yes. So you can run away quickly. Or become, or put shoes in your heart, either way. <laughs> so then you impress the person. Yeah. What if they had a knife? <laughs> they had a knife? Yeah. And they go straight for the Achilles shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they stab you in your shoe, you're gone. Yeah. Like, uh, I think you're going to have to have some very strong shoes if you want to really defend yourself. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to wear, like... I mean, they're going to be heavy because it's going to be a very thick layer of shoe. Metal boots. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, I feel like maybe like if you wear like a cage around your shoe in a shoe. Like, yeah. Like if you have like a cage, right? Like around your shoe and then you also have a shoe. Yeah. In another shoe and then your heart has like three layers around it. But you don't want to put your heart in a cage. Oh, that's so deep. <laughs> but we don't have time for metaphors, all right? <laughs> We've got to think self-defense. This is a physical I'm cage. I'm trying to die, all right? <laughs> Okay, great. I think those were some awful self-defense tips. Yes. Literally all of our listeners are dead now. I'm sorry. Just just protect your shoes and you'll be fine. Yep. Our next game is a quiz. Irregular idioms. Louis will have to identify the correct idiom from three possible meanings, two of which I have made up. All right. And today, all of our idioms are from Brazil. Yay. Got any opinions about Brazil? Nope, cool. I'm not trying to offend anyone. <laughs> it could be good opinions. Yeah, uh, it's cool. Nice. That's it. I like the colours of their flag. Yeah, they do are cool. Flag it's, colours. It's very bright. I think they're good at football. That's cool, I guess. Yep, yep. nice. <laughs> <laughs> so is the idiom to pay the duck, to serve a chicken, or to beg to a parrot? Um, I mean, parrots can kind of understand English. I mean, I don't know if they could understand English. Maybe mm-hmm. they can... I mean, they just repeat it. Oh, yeah. But, I don't know, maybe Brazilian parrots can understand Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay, what was the actual thing? To beg to a parrot. I think that makes sense, because you're going to be, like, begging, right, in Portuguese, mm-hmm. and you're going to be, like, you know, it, like, it sounds like, like, from the heart, you know, like, from your shoe. Yeah. And then, like, you know, it's going to be, like, really dramatic, and then the parrot's just going to be, like, repeating everything you say. Yeah. So you're never going to get what you want, you know, oh. and it's very emotional. What do you think that means then? It's like when you, when you like, you plead with someone, but like, you know, they're not going to give you it, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's very sad. Well, maybe like they say that they're going to give you it because they're repeating what you say, but they're never actually going to give it to you. Oh yeah. That's good. What about to serve a chicken? Maybe it's because the chicken should be served. (laughs) 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 Not like served you know like he should be the thing being served to someone yeah um 
I mean, I promote vegetarianism, you know, <laughs> but like, I don't know, like typically you eat the chicken, not the chicken eats yeah. something, yeah. you know? Maybe it's like, I don't know, it's like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a good example, I can't think of anything. Maybe it's like going back on your words. Because, like, you were going to serve a chicken at your dinner. But then you actually served a chicken. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is so deep. Maybe it's, like, if, like, you say something, but it has two meanings, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you serve a chicken, yep. but you're actually serving a chicken. Yeah. You know, so it sounds the same. So it's, like, you're alluding to something, but you're actually meaning something else. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, lying, but you're kind of telling the truth, like, technically, yeah. but it's actually a lie. Can you put that in a Brazilian context? Um, I don't, I don't know anything Brazilian. <laughs> I can't do anything. Like festivals? Uh, yeah, I know nothing. Like, I'm uneducated. I'm uncultured, right? Okay. What about to pay the duck? Maybe the duck walked up to the lemonade stand. No, no, I'm cutting pay. out. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> you said that was such like a stern like face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about to pay the duck? <laughs> and he said to the man running the set. <laughs> hey, you pay a duck in bread because he likes bread. Oh yeah. Um, but bread actually means money, so you're mm-hmm. actually paying a duck money. <laughs> <laughs> and why don't you want to pay ducks money? Because they're untrustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. You you give them bread and they they don't even say thank you. They just eat it and run away. Yeah. You know you trusted them to form a relationship with them so you could activate your self-defense classes from spicy times <laughs> yeah but he just ran away and took the bread and didn't thank you mm-hmm. so what might that mean in a human context um when you give someone something mm-hmm. but you know like they're not thankful and yeah. like you you know because like being nice right it's like you want to be nice because then it feels nice to be nice you know but then if you give a duck some bread and he doesn't say thank you then you feel mean and then the duck's mean, and everyone's mean, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a cycle of meanness. A cycle of ducks and bread. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> My new philosophy book. Okay, which one are you going for? To pay the duck, to serve a chicken, or to beg to a parrot? I think to beg to a parrot's probably the most realistic. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Louis, because it's to pay the duck. Really? And you were kind of close to the actual meaning. No, I was not. It's injustice has been served. That's actually kind of close. It kind of makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So if he runs out, runs off with your money, it's kind of injustice. Yeah. So it's maybe if someone got convicted of murder when they were innocent, you've paid a duck. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) You've paid a duck and the duck. The duck, the duck sorted it out. Maybe the duck pays you in the end. Oh, that's so deep. Our next set of idioms are inside out bucket, back to front scarecrow, or upside-down shovel. Okay, what was the first one? An inside-out bucket. Can a bucket be inside-out? Does the handle not go 360? <laughs> so it doesn't even matter? Isn't that just a different bucket? Yeah, it's just a new bucket. Mm-hmm. Bucket reskinned. <laughs> bucket remastered. <laughs> Maybe because uh, if you flip a bucket, it's still a bucket. Yeah. So it's like... A palindrome, like race car backwards is race car. Oh yeah, okay. So it's like, in if you're like negotiating a deal, right? Yeah. But you're at like a standstill because they're never gonna like negotiate with you. Yeah. Because they're like stuck on a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like a stalemate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, could you use that in a sentence, maybe? So like, wait, what's the? So it's like, if you want a new heart, but 
the person who sells shoes is like, no, I'm not giving you a heart because we have none left. Then it's like he's an inside out bucket yeah. because no matter how much money you give him, he's not going to change because he has no shoes to give you no new hearts, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what about a back to front scarecrow? I think it's pretty similar because like back to front scarecrow looks like a scarecrow still, you know, <laughs> it's not just a scarecrow, but like facing the other way. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. What might that mean? Um, maybe he's not doing his purpose. You know, the scarecrow has to like look forward at like the crows and then mm-hmm. look intimidating. But yeah. if he's got like his back turned, then like they're not going to be scared of him anymore. Okay. Yeah. So it's like maybe he's vulnerable. So what is that in a human context? So like, I mean, this is this is more like, I mean, it's humans, but it's pretty similar. Like, if if someone's like got a gun, right, or like a knife, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then and then like they're they're gonna attack you and you've got to like activate your self-defense mm-hmm. the opposite of self-defense would be to turn your back you know yeah and like trust them because they're very untrustworthy because they're dogs um <laughs> so like like you can't like trust them you know like if you turn mm-hmm. your back then they might stab you so you don't want to be a so it's like back to front scarecrow yeah you don't want to be back to front scarecrow because then you're vulnerable yeah yeah what about an upside down shovel maybe you're digging yourself into a hole Oh, okay, it's but... facing yourself, except oh, you're digging yourself. You know? Yeah. So it's like you would be digging a hole in front of you, but because it's facing you now, because it's back to front or upside down. Yeah. Then you're now digging yourself into a hole. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that means like digging yourself into a hole. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're digging upwards into the air. <laughs> what might that mean? Um, like like doing the opposite of what you're supposed to, you know. Mm-hmm. But like. I don't know how that would, like, apply to stuff. I don't know how to apply that to it. Well, maybe it could be, like, a pointless task. Yeah. Trying to dig the like, air. Trying to do surgery when you obviously just have to juggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird form of Billy Elliot, where instead of dancing, it's juggling. And instead of coal mining, it's uh, surgery. <laughs> that is very weird. The whole town is formed of surgeons. Yeah. Who do nothing. <laughs> okay, which one are you going for, then? I'm going to go with the... Inside out bucket. Well, I'm sorry, Louis, because it was an upside down shovel. No. It actually means if someone is really angry. They're an upside down shovel. Because mm. they're hitting themselves with the shovel. Oh, yeah, I guess so. The hole, and yeah. they get agitated. <laughs> <laughs> our next set, and our final set, to wax your skin off, to burn your eyelashes, or to chop off your nose. Um, okay, to wax your skin off. Yeah. So it's like, it's like engaging in something, right? Mm-hmm. That like you think is going to go well and it's going to improve your skin. Yeah. It's going to like improve the aesthetic of your skin. But you're actually just ripping your skin off, you know? <laughs> yeah. So like, it just, it's like backfiring, you know? Can you put that in a sentence? So like, um, if, if I tell someone that they're a terrible, a terrible clown and they're never going to make any money, but then suddenly juggling becomes the way of surgery... Mm-hmm. Then it's backfired, and I have now waxed my skin off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. What about to burn your eyelashes? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, maybe it's like, because, like, eyebrows, right? Yeah. Eyelashes, sorry. They're, like, like they're a very small part of, like, your face, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, they play an important <laughs> part, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? So it's, like, the fact that your eyelashes are gone, it doesn't make that much of a difference, you know? Yeah. Because... It looks like a pretty similar, but at the same time, it's like they they play a big part. So like it's like if if a small part is removed, like a small cog in the machine, you know, yeah, then it will like 
ruin the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you give a real life example of that? Um, if I'm trading with a duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I offer him a hundred loaves of bread, right? Yeah. But I actually give him ninety nine. Mm -hmm. Then he's gonna feel untrusted. Gonna become an untrustworthy duck. Yeah, of course. And then all ducks will now be untrustworthy, and that's how the untrustworthy ducks originated okay yeah. so by not doing like one small thing one loaf of bread then i have ruined all ducks for oh life. yeah so it's a small thing that leads to yeah a it's, massive like, it's like change. a snowball effect nice yeah what about to chop off your nose um i like i do the action there <laughs> that really helped this is an <laughs> audio <laughs> podcast i didn't know where the nose was i'm glad you action to where it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so the viewers really knew yeah so we're talking about this one right? yeah, yeah that one right yeah, there okay, okay. no no no, not that one not that one uh, further down i think i have like three i don't know which one you're talking about yeah i'm not sure it's, right. it's not the right color really okay wait it's not supposed to be green <laughs> not that shade of okay. green okay, good. <laughs> like it can be a green right. but that particular green i'm not liking that okay i'll get a clown to give me a new nose or yeah take take yourself to a juggler yeah <laughs> um so to chop off a nose yeah um maybe it's like again a similar thing because like like to the first one wait what was the first one the first one was to wax your skin off right so it's like if something like backfires but it's also a mixture of like a small effect you know? oh yeah okay because it's like if someone wants to like reduce their nose you know like the, the volume <laughs> oh of yeah nose, that's a weird way to put it but like if, if they want to like like if someone has like a nose they don't like and they want to get like plastic surgery yeah yeah then like they'd like remove part of it but then if you remove all of it then it's worse than it was before oh yeah so it's like um trying to solve something but you've actually made it worse yeah but you've actually made it worse and it's like backfired mm -hmm. even though it was like kind of the correct solution but it's like you did it too much yeah yeah you know how you can get someone's nose <laughs> <laughs> You can get a nose. You can get a nose, like... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for taking my nose. <laughs> now I'm prepared to uh, to get the clown to fix it. What might that mean? Um, <laughs> stealing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's, like, with kids, right? Yeah. When, like, the clowns take nose. <laughs> Um, Do you mean the surgeons or the clowns? No, I'm getting I'm mixed up now. Clouds, right? Oh, okay. No, it's like it's like a funny thing, right? When your nose yeah. is taken, it's like a joke, right? Mm -hmm. But then it's preparing you for reality because clowns actually take your nose. And, you know, I have first-hand experience, given that I have three noses and one of them is green. Yeah. So, you know, I have experience on them being taken away. Okay, which one are you going for? To wax your skin off, to burn your eyelashes, or... To chop off your nose. Oh, I'll go with chop off your nose. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry again, Louis. No. <laughs> you didn't get any of them right. We had three, and it was a one in three chance every time. Surely I'd get one. If you randomly guessed, you would have <laughs> won at some point. To burn your eyelashes off was the correct Brazilian idiom. What does that mean? It means to read a lot. Um, would you offer an explanation? Like, maybe because you, you spend so much time reading. Yeah. It, like, hurts your eyes, so you've burned your eyelashes off. All right. Mm. Well, I'll try not to read as much, so I don't burn my eyelashes off. Okay. Out of all of them, what was your favourite real or fake idiom? I liked the the parrot one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To beg to a parrot. Yeah. I like that as well. I yeah. thought it was very 
emotional. It was very emotional. I could definitely see that in a film. Like, mm. it's like a very emotional scene. There's like an actor like pleading. It's like a close up. He's crying. There's very emotional music. It's in like black and white, and the parrot's just sitting there, like saying everything he's saying, <laughs> but like in a monotone voice, like yeah. mocking him. Yeah, that would be a good yeah. scene. Copyrighted. Yeah. It is Can we do that? Parrot trademark symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Our next game is what's it called? Where Louis must guess what object, genre, or category of thing I am trying to refer to in a convoluted way. So you have to guess which music genre I mean by these following descriptions. Okay, so our first description of a music genre is spiky audio. <laughs> spiky audio. Yeah. So any sound wave basically is what we're going for. Maybe with spiky yeah. audio. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking it's not like a mellow, like it's not like mellow because it's going to be spiky. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of erratic. Yeah, yeah. Um, are we talking spiky like very loud, or are we talking spiky like there's silence and then like someone just shouts for no reason? I was thinking like it physically hurts you, like it's physically spiky. Oh, it's actually spiky. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about like the actual sound wave. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Maybe like heavy rock music. Mm-hmm. I mean that like hurts to listen to because it's so loud. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking what else hurts you, like, you know, I kind of like music, you know? <laughs> why, why does it have to hurt me? What did I do to it? It's because it's spiky. Um, it's like a cactus. It's a ca- mm-hmm. cacti. The cacti genre. Yeah. Yeah. So what genre would that be? Western films. <laughs> <laughs> Western film soundtrack music. Well, it's close. I put down here punk music. It's pretty much the same thing. Because it's, like, spiky, I yeah. guess. And then you also have, like, a lot of people with, like, spiky mohawk hair. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that, yeah. What about if I described a music genre as, like, nice-sounding screaming? I think, like, like trumpets and, like, saxophones. Yeah. Like, like jazz music kind of sounds like screaming. Mm-hmm. Like, like, not that it sounds like screaming, like, in a bad way. Just, like, the instrument itself yeah. kind of sounds like someone's holding a note, like, while screaming. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense, you know? <laughs> But, like, in a nice way. So I'd, I'd go with, like, a jazz-type thing. I'm not thinking, like, another instrument that sounds like screaming. I think mm-hmm. piano sounds more like crying <laughs> than screaming. So Why is that? I don't know. I just feel like it's very emotional. And, like, the keys each cry when you press them. <laughs> Maybe it hurts to get pressed. I don't know. <laughs> Let's test out our hypothesis. <laughs> ah! <laughs> okay, what instrument might be screaming? Um, other than, like, a saxophone. Yeah. Um, I don't know, again, like, a heavy guitar kind of sounds like screaming. Oh, yeah. And you also have people actually screaming over it. But it's Um, nice-sounding screaming. I wouldn't say it's nice-sounding screaming. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know that many instruments to really know screaming, you know? I feel like a violin. Yeah. Would that not be, like, more crying, you know? (laughs) Weeping. (laughs) Like, weeping. Nice sound weeping. Like, Scry- scrying. Scrying. Ooh. Screaming and crying. So the definition of scrying is screaming and crying. Yeah. Can you use that in a sentence, please? She played the violin, so I was scrying. <laughs> it was so emotional, I, I was scried. scrying as she was playing the violin. <laughs> I did scried. <laughs> I have done a scried. I was in a very scritical scr- <laughs> mood. <laughs> I was in a very scritical mood yes, this morning. <laughs> what caused this mood, Oliver? The scritical sound of the scritical violin. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounded like nice screaming. 
It's like Dr. Zeus or something. Yeah. So I put classical. Alright. Because it has a lot of violins, which I think sound like nice sound screaming. Yeah. Okay. What about an alternative? So what about an alternative to smashing your head against a wall? That's that's the definition of a genre. Yeah. Um. Again, like heavy metal, maybe. Yeah, heavy metal. That's why I put. All right. Great. What about the sound of rubber tropical fruits? Rubber tropical fruits. Yeah. I feel like when I think tropical fruits, I'm thinking like steel drums. You know? Oh, yeah. But that's not rubber, you know? <laughs> I don't know where you get the rubber from. What sound do you think it would make when you drop a tropical rubber fruit? Each fruit has its own note on the steel drum. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> steel drums are actually not made of steel. They're made of fruit, but then coloured silver. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> like compressed fruit yeah. rubber. Fun. Yeah. So what genre might that be? Um, I don't know where you get rubber from. Maybe it's really dumb and it's actually like a, an instrument that has rubber in it. Hmm. And I'm just being dumb. I don't know. I don't know any instruments that have rubber in them. Okay, so it's not rubber. It's not made of rubber. But what was the actual definition? The sound of rubber tropical fruits. Okay. Uh, Maybe like jazz guitar. Oh, okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like, I don't know. I associate that with tropicalness yeah. for some reason. You were very close with steel drums. Was I? Yeah. Um, I don't know what steel drums would be in, though, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's just drums in general. Oh, okay. I don't know. I put reggae. Okay, yeah. 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 That, <laughs> Which, that, that, they have steel drums in them, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like the path I was going down Yeah. with the steel drums. And then I, I was like, I don't know the actual genre, so I'm just going to say drums. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What about sword fighting with foam? I haven't actually seen someone perform while sword fighting. I don't know. I think a guitar is like reminiscent of a, a sword. Yeah. So maybe it's like a band with two guitars in and they're fighting <laughs> for the for the guitar solo. What about the foam part? Again, I don't know like an instrument that's foaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at instruments, right? <laughs> um, a saxophone made from foam or rubber. A saxophone. <laughs> I love playing my saxophone. I have fights with my saxophone. Could you make a, a sword out of saxophone? Maybe. <laughs> saxophone is probably my favorite. That'd be material. like a flute. Yeah, that's what mm. I'm thinking, like clarinet. Mm -hmm. It's like a sword. Oh, yeah. But also it's like a saxophone if it was longer. Yeah. And that's why you said foam, because you would definitely think I would say saxophone. <laughs> it's all been planned. It has. I put pop. Pop. Because it's like, if rock was fighting with swords... Oh, but it's like foam. Sort yeah. Of. Yeah, yeah. So it's like light rock. All right. Mm. What about if the first step to a music genre is throwing a drum set down some stairs? Um, That's the introduction to jazz music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about if a genre was so acoustic, the music artists themselves are trees? <laughs> um... I don't know if that's a genre, like, alternative, like, indie, but, like, very acoustic. I don't know, mm -hmm. like, trees. Maybe trees is, like, environmentally friendly. Yeah. So it's, like, alternative and indie. Because I think alternative and indie bands are usually pretty nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> nice guys, nice yeah. trees. Nice guys, nice trees. I love all true bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> true bands. <laughs> what type of tree would make the best music? 
Um, I'm thinking like a palm tree would would have some pretty cool gems. Oh yeah, yeah. I think oak would be oak would be like old school rock. Yeah, mm. and you get like birch. It's like a little a little bit more edgy. Oh yeah, but palm tree is like a very like it's like Ibiza EDM like club music. <laughs> yeah, <and stuff>. nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are we going for then? I want to just say alternative. I okay. Don't know why. I put folk music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. And finally, the sensation of being injected with robot. Yeah, EDM. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, like, is there anything else that sounds like robots screaming? No, we'll just go with EDM. Nice one. Thank you for listening to another episode. Be sure to join us again in another thrilling installment of... Spicy, Spicy times. times. I don't know why I said thrilling. Do you <laughs> think that... Another thrilly. Yeah. Are oh. they that engaging?